Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right. Good day. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Recording is live. This is a live Facebook podcast on the Live the Fuel channel. And uh, we're rocking it out from my home studio because it's been a couple of weeks. And uh, I titled this little live session, uh, Hell Yes Podcasting, basically, or Hell Yes Podcast Ski Wedding Updates, whatever the title was, because that's right. Uh, per the video and the ring on my finger, I am now married. And uh, at the age of 41, ripe and young, uh, I'd finally decided to uh, let my bachelor ways fall away. <laughs> well, to be fair, that's been going on for like five years now. So anyway, guys, I decided to do a little personalized podcast because uh, I've been traveling a lot. So the past couple of weeks, we, my, my now wife, formerly fiance, Dr. Kristen Fenstermacher, VMD, amazing veterinary doctor, uh, she and I decided to tie the knot. And part of that journey is uh, the fun of saying, wait a minute, we're not traditional. You know, we don't want kids and why not uh, make an adventure out of it so people who choose to join the adventure have their own. Uh, so the whole point of the hat that I'm wearing in the video today, hashtag Heli Yes, uh, thanks to a good friend of ours, Jennifer, and also my client uh, from physics, F-Y-S-I-K-S.com, uh, she decided, hey, I think it'd be cool to give all the girls and maybe a few of the guys uh, a fun little custom hat. So we we're rocking these all over Canada. That's right. That's where we decided to go. Uh, we decided to rock out uh, across uh, Alberta province and British Columbia, which is in the northwest of Canada. And uh, two different time zones, only an hour apart. So first part of our trip, well, the first part, we were in Mountain Standard Time. And then the second part of the week, we headed into British Columbia over to Revelstoke uh, with just a core group of our friends where we had a house rented just to kind of wind down and keep the skiing adventures going. So yes, to sum it all up, we were having a heli skiing themed wedding uh, without tuxedos, without wedding dresses. The only thing we decided to do was obviously add a, uh, a fun update into our ski gear. So I've never owned dark gray ski clothing, but obviously you'll see in some of the photos, if you guys follow Live the Fuel or me on Instagram at Scott W. Mulvaney, it's my personal feed on Instagram besides Live the Fuel. There's already actually some posts up there. Actually, let me do some screen sharing because... Let me uh, pop this up for our YouTube watchers and Facebook watchers if, if this actually comes through. I have no idea. So uh, there's already some posts up on the Instagram feed, uh, some epic terrain. Yes, we did rent a helicopter and we were doing heli skiing in the uh, upper altitudes of the Canadian Rockies where you can't get to like a traditional ski resort. Uh, and shout out to her parents because her parents and a bunch of their uh, amazingly energized aging friends prove that age is only a number because uh, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, there was people in their 70s riding in a helicopter to go find powder with us. Now, granted, there was an advanced group and there was also an intermediate group. So uh, I believe they, we even used the same helicopter. They did have three helicopters, but there were so many groups going up, up and down that day. Uh, I believe they were using the same helicopter to shuttle our two groups because they were taking us into some of the more technical terrain and then taking her parents and some other friends of ours uh, into some more intermediate type of terrain. But either way, this late in the ski season here in North America, uh, I'm actually recording this now today on March 28th. Uh, that, that was two weeks ago. 
uh, for the heli skiing part of the wedding, we were rocking it in, uh, in some pretty warm temps. So we needed to go higher to find the colder. And they did a great job helping us find the Palda. So yes, uh, for those of you who are not hardcore skiers, it's all about that deep, fluffy, amazingly powdery snow. And that was the theme of our wedding was, hey guys, let's go have an adventure. Let's do some heli skiing and let's rock out and have a good time. <laughs> uh, now, obviously we didn't do that every single day because that would be really expensive. And uh, let me stop sharing here on the Instagram feed. But anyway, again, guys, go find me at Live the Fuel on Instagram or at Scott W. Vaney on Instagram and you'll see some, a bunch of different photos. There'll be more going up. And uh, actually the most recent post went up today as I'm recording this was a little retro theme uh, because happy wife, happy life. Uh, she, I, I grew a, um, a bit of a mountain man beard like I used to have when I was firefighting years ago. And she's like, no, you need to shave that off for the wedding. And, uh, you know, again, happy wife, happy life. I decided to shave the beard off the day before uh, to accommodate this. So, but obviously I was like, I can't, I can't fly to Canada and with all of my hardcore friends and do a heli skiing wedding without showing up in the beautiful Canadian Rockies without a beautiful beard. So I grew that out for about a month and uh, she did not like it. <laughs> but anyway, so that's the quick update. I don't want to make this a long podcast. It's just because uh, some of my loyal listeners noticed that there was not two podcasts coming up every single week while I was gone. I actually decided to take a break, which I'm really bad at. And I, I preach about healthy lifestyle on this show and, and through my social media feeds and posts. So I decided to represent that. I did have one extra show scheduled to go up. It did. And then obviously... I took a break and took a week or two off from the feeds, tried to stay unplugged off of social media as much as possible, which actually wasn't hard to do because the cell phone coverage was questionable. I didn't want to feel like, I didn't feel like paying international roaming fees and it gave me an excuse to use airplane mode on the iPhone and stay unplugged. Uh, we did pop on Wi-Fi from time to time, but we had, uh, the first week we had 37 people there. Uh, from obviously half of that group was probably her, her parents' friends and old school skiing buddies who decided to join the adventure with us and celebrate. And then obviously the other half of the group was uh, my core, or our, should say, core group of friends who also love to ski and snowboard and showed up with us. Although admittedly, now that I'm saying that, I think every single person in our wedding party and group uh, were all skiers. I don't think anybody was snowboarding. Uh, we did have a couple of snowboarders on the, on the helicopter ride with us, uh, strangers that became friends of ours. Uh, and then anyway, so the whole point of this uh, quick update podcast was just to share some of the journey. You'll be able to keep up with it. We've got some professional photography coming back to us soon. Uh, we actually had a photographer ski with us on the wedding day. And that's where I, I, we got married on St. Patrick's Day, 2019. So a little tie to my bloodline there since my name is Scott William Mulvaney. Uh, so there's a little Irish bloodline mixed in with uh, all kinds of other white Anglo-Saxon history <laughs> in me. I think I got some German, some other things going on. But anyway, it was uh, definitely an adventure. Um, I could share more through future episodes as I bring on new co-hosts because that's what always happens. Other stuff matriculates out in the conversations. But uh, literally, there was a, a, a rare winter storm cyclone that like crushed Colorado, where her parents uh, are this time of year. And so her, we literally weren't sure her parents were going to make it in time <laughs> to come to the wedding or let alone actually, I think where they, they still would have made it to the wedding day, but we were trying to get them there for their heli skiing trip because it's like $800 a person. So at the last second, late in the evening, they finally got a flight out once they, uh, for the, I think it was the third time in Denver International Airport's history that they ever had to close 
and they actually closed the Denver, Colorado International Airport, which is a massive airport for like a couple of days due to initially it was the snow, but then it really became the high winds risks. They couldn't land or have flights safely take off due to the crazy cyclonic winds. Pretty amazing. So that was the first part of like the random adventure added to the adventure trip. <laughs> we weren't expecting that. Uh, there was other friends uh, that were also joining those flights. So we had one, two, three, four, five, at least six people that were all coming from Colorado. Uh, besides people come from other parts of the country, we had people come from New York, people come from Pennsylvania, people come from New Jersey. Uh, I forget other areas, but uh, the Colorado peeps were a little delayed uh, that first week. So anyway, we, we had the heli skiing booked on Friday. We had, we had flown in on Tuesday, had a, had a Wednesday kind of personal day to ourselves, kind of poked around Banff. Banff, the beautiful mountain town of Banff in Alberta is gorgeous. Poked around that little skiing-themed uh, town, you know, got things together. Uh, you know, Kristen rocked it with all the – she made little welcome bags for everybody flying in, and we drove them around to all the hotels for people who weren't staying at the same hotel as us. Uh, it was a very nice touch. We got a lot of great feedback from that. So I'll give her the credit on that because I didn't do any of it. All I did was like rush out to the welcome center to get maps for everybody that morning so we can add them to the little gift bags. So, uh, but then we, uh, we kept this wedding pretty simple. We, they wanted to, we wanted to make most of the energy and the efforts to go into the adventure, right? The skiing, the helicopters, uh, hitting different ski mountains around the Alberta area, around the Banff area. We actually skied uh, Sunshine Village where we actually got Mallard, Mallard, eh can't talk today, married. We did uh, obviously the heli skiing, at that, which was over RK Heli in Panorama, British Columbia. So we did have to actually cross over into the other time zone for that. That was a couple hours away. And then we popped back over into Alberta, into Banff area for Saturday, which was our retro scheme th uh, theme day. I've only had a couple of posts go up on Instagram with that, but uh, we rocked out some serious old school, amazing onesie suits. Uh, mine was three different shades of purple and blue. I'm quite proud of it and I'm not getting rid of it. I spent a $150 US on eBay for that bad boy. And it's in mint condition. I think that person only must've worn it three times and it was quite warm whereas a few of other people in our group might have been freezing parts of their bodies off due to how worn their onesies were. <laughs> so that was a fun day on Saturday. And then obviously Sunday, St. Patrick's Day, uh, we went, went to Sunshine Village to get married. So we had the retro day at Lake Louise Ski Resort in Banff. And then we actually had the wedding day, St. Patrick's Day in Sunshine Village. And then that Monday, uh, we departed so that's, that's Tuesday to Sunday. There we go. We're cut, catching up here. And then that Monday, uh, we proceeded with the remaining core of our group. A bunch of the other uh, older couples and her parents' friends, they stayed until I think the following Wednesday of that second week uh, to do their own things. We continued on into, into British Columbia. We had a house, an Airbnb house rented at the... Uh, just literally just below Revelstoke Mountain. We've never skied there. One of, one of my friends in our group did actually ski there. And so he had experience in Revy, AKA Revelstoke. Uh, so we went skiing there for a couple of days and then we had cat skiing booked, which was awesome. Uh, that's where they drive even one of those big snow cats that you normally see. They're called groomers normally. They're actually using the groom, the ski slopes or open up remote mountain uh, roads. Uh, but they actually mount big metal boxes on the back of them so you can carry people in them. Uh, so they actually, instead of flying you into the back country like we did the first week, we had them drive us up into the back country in and around where they were at in a remote part of British Columbia. So just super cool adventurous um, to add in a, an additional random 
adventure, right? I already hinted at, okay, parents almost didn't make it, cyclonic storm in Colorado, right? So we finished our cat skiing and this is late in the season. So things are melting and then recooling. Well, we have a higher risk of avalanches. Uh, so the highway on the way out there was closed in a couple of spots while they were doing avalanche preparation and blasting the mountains to make the roads savable. So obviously sometimes when they force an avalanche, the highways get blocked and they have to shovel them out. Uh, so that was going on. Uh, luckily, we didn't get stuck in that. Our one friends did. They got delayed. We, we use that as an excuse just to pull off the highway and go grocery shopping. And then, anyway, so we got through all that. And then that day we did the cat skiing. We finished cat skiing. We go to leave and we stop at a local market just to pick up some, like, some snacks because it's, it's over an hour drive back uh, to our, our house that we had rented, back to Revelstoke. And unfortunately, the local market owner said, hey, uh, you're not going anywhere. There was a massive avalanche to block your, block your way out. So sure enough, we find out that the road that got us to the cat skiing lodge is blocked and they were not going to dig it open until the following morning because they were worried about it resliding. So we ended up as a last minute adventure being added in, ended up having to stay at the cat skiing lodge, which is by the way, shout out to great Northern, uh, cat skiing, uh, amazing operation. They were super hospitable. Um, they, you know, they had people that spend a thousand dollars per person per day, to stay in this private lodge and now we're, we're crashing there with these people. So we, you know, we're, we're a rowdy bunch. We were having a good time. It was our wedding, you know? Um, but they were, they were super helpful. We got to have dinner and meet some great people. Uh, really the one guy we met, I believe was like good friends with the founder of Patagonia, huge outdoorsy company that we all love and love their clothing and love their gear. So that was crazy cool. Uh, but anyway, so sure enough, I got photos that went up on, on Instagram there as well. Dude, this, the slide was like 30 feet tall, 20, 30 feet tall across the road. And that next morning we found out they had opened it. So great. We hopped in our shuttle van and she started driving us back and we pulled up on it and they had only dug open a, a gap big enough to get one lane through. So they were still shuttling cars. And luckily this is the remote mountains of British Columbia. So there wasn't a lot of road traffic to worry about. Uh, but we were actually able to drive right through the slide, which was super cool. And I put photos up of that because it was quite big, quite thick. And there was literally chunks of tree sticking out of this pile of snow. So it shows you the, the power and the momentum and the force of, uh, of a sliding snow and what it can bring with you. So anyway, cool thing is we got through that, that, that got us back to our ferry. There's a massive ferry that you have to go across a massive, uh, we thought it was a lake. It's actually a, a man-made reservoir off of the main river there. And anyway, they, they have this huge ferry that takes tractor trailers full of, you know, trees and logs and mat cars. I think there's probably like 10 vehicles on the ferry, take us back across and then, and then got us back to Revelstoke and uh, shout out to Revelstoke. I actually, in downtown Reddy, I, I uh, picked up some sweet uh, mountain biking socks because as I'm recording this with you, I'm going to get changed here in a minute. I got clothing sitting behind me here and I'm probably going to get back on my mountain bike because we're now back. It's on the East coast. It's 5:40 PM here on the 28th on Thursday. And actually my buddy Jason's calling me right now because we're going to go hit some trail on my mountain bike. And I haven't ridden my mountain bike in a couple of months because it's been ski season here, but now we're back on the East coast and Literally, our local mountain, it'll be their last day of skiing at Blue Mountain this weekend on Saturday. So it's 60 degrees. I'm going to go uh, spin some wheels. So I'm going to rock my new mountain biking socks because these say Skookum. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Skookum or Skookum Cycle from Revelstoke, BC, British Columbia. I love picking up some random swag. And uh, so I'm going to rock those tonight. Spin the wheels because I've got a lot of training ahead, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't been keeping up with me or if you're newer to the show, uh, I had self-collapsed the lung back in January. 
that's on one of the podcasts <laughs> recently. And then, uh, you know, healed all that in time to do this crazy ski trip. And luckily my rib muscles and everything held up and I was able to do a lot of crazy stuff, not at my full physical fitness level, but still pulled everything off that I could. And uh, now that I'm back to do some riding because I got some training ahead. I come this July, I'll be doing my first 100 mile mountain biking race of all things. I've only ever done 65 miles on a mountain bike. I've done plenty of hundred mile road cycling events, but after, you know, self collapsing a lung and being knocked out of the competition for a little, a few months, I decided to set a crazy goal because that's the secret to life, right? Set crazy, audacious, what is it? Big, hairy, the bag. Uh, big, hairy, audacious goals, B-H-A-G. Set big, hairy, audacious goals, and that's what I did because it gives me an excuse to, now the ski season's coming in, start spinning some serious wheels. Uh, for those of you who are regular on the show or watch this on YouTube, right here behind me, let me turn. I've already got the road bike set up behind me. Here, let me get out of the camera view. Boom, there you go. I'm gonna move the microphone. So that's, that's the old roadie. Get back on the mic here. That's my old uh, Cannondale CAD 9 road bike, all set up on the trainer. I set that up right before we left, and uh, I'll be hitting some spinning during my, uh, my busy business days. I can just hop on this puppy and uh, spin some miles out while taking conference calls, running webinars, or doing whatever's gotta be done. Uh, so we're creating some creative life balance on this show. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna cut this short because I'm gonna go hit some trail, but I just wanna give you guys up an update. Obviously, I'm back. Uh, hell yes was a success clearly because I got a ring on the finger. Let me come into the camera angle here. That is a black, I forget how you say the metal, black circadium or zirconium alloy ring. And that is a, it's called the elk, I believe. I got this from manlybands.com uh, because that is elk bone, elk antler bone. And then the brown stripe in there is teak wood. So that is a teak wood inlaid elk antler bone with a, uh, some kind of fancy black alloy. If I'm going to get married, I got to be something unique and something cool. That's just the weirdo that I am. And that is who Live the Fuel is. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys have been well in the past couple of weeks. We'll be back to the regular scheduled program, trying to stay consistent with uh, two podcasts a week, because that's what I've done for two and a half years in September of 2016. We're going to keep that energy flowing. Uh, for those of you who are newer to the show, if you got some amazing podcast people you want to recommend, shoot them over to podcast at livethefuel.com so I can, you know, evaluate them and see if they fit our format. For those of you who are regulars or, or new, please get me some new updated reviews. Uh, that's still kind of important in the podcasting world, especially on iTunes if shows are going to rank. And I've, I'm going to be ripping the lid off here this year. We've got a, I've got my first book coming uh, out soon, uh, a little story of some of the lessons I learned from the hotshot wildland firefighting world. So that'll be coming out. I'm still finishing editing on that. Uh, that's taking longer than I expected. So I think that's it for now. All right, we got Helly Yes, wedding success. Scott is now married. Uh, got some cool souvenir hats, cool souvenir socks, lots of adventures from uh, Alberta and British Columbia, from heli skiing to snowcat skiing to resort skiing to retro days. And I think that's everything for now. And if you guys want to keep up, I'll be, we'll be continuously posting more and more images from the trip. I'll be trickling that out over the coming days here on Instagram. You can follow it at Live the Fuel or at my personal feed at Scott W. Mulvaney. And uh, we'll talk to you guys again soon, guys. Remember, if you're new to the show, we're here to fuel your health, your business, and your lifestyle. And because that's what life's all about, all right? Let's find some balance and let's fuel some lives along the way. So thanks for hanging with me. And we'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com. 